this is a minute and a half of disgusting You recording? Noises. Yeah. Well, I was checking the levels, wasn't I? All right, let's go. Okay. I'm Liza Poor. Sorry, I don't have the script. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs center. One disc leaves. This is DVD, DVD Deathmatch. <laughs> That was a weird one. That was the worst one. That was a weird one. That's all right. They get it. What's up, guys? Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) Why did I say that? Yo, Lysapur raps. No, Lysapur does not rap. All right. Um, How's everybody doing? They can't answer. They don't know. Oh, man. What a week, huh? What a week. What's in the news? You guys hear about this? <laughs> we are now a political party. Yeah, exactly. We're not. Um, Literally 10 minutes ago, Stephen Miller has COVID. <laughs> Yoinks and doinks. Listen, I do not uh, wish ill on anyone. That is my official statement. Um, also, though. <laughs> I wish ill on him. I don't, like, you can wish <laughs> ill on someone, I think. Like, Can you? Yeah, you can. I think you can. Uh, you can um, wish ill on someone. You're not wishing for them to die. No, certainly not. You're not wishing for them to. You know, you're just like I hope ill to you. <laughs> I hope ill to you. I I here's I, a ball well, of ill. I think I think more like uh, I I hope you you that karma comes for you is how I feel about it. That seems worse than what I'm saying. Does it? <laughs> well, listen. What, I hope it stalks you like a like. No, prey. I hope that you get back what you've given out into the world. Hey, I hope that too. I want to believe that that is a true thing on both ends. Look, I want to believe that as someone who attempts to put good into the world, that I am also getting that back. Totally. Right? Look, to be clear. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. But... <laughs> But uh, I'm just saying, you can say, I wish ill to someone. The SWAT not... team busted. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we cut it out. Because this Maybe is you bleep that part. Yeah, I'll bleep it. <laughs> I fucking hate him, man. Beep. Beep. What um, did he say? Who can say? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All right. Let's talk. Let's get into it. So what are we, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Saw from 2004 and... The Rocky Horror Picture Show from 1975. This was an interesting one. This was like a good, it was a good matchup, I feel like, because you've got horror, just like straightforward horror, like tipping into torture porn, Mm -hmm. although we'll talk about that when we talk about it. And then we've also got like movie with horror in the title and definitely like a spooky movie. Uh, like, especially when you just think about the narrative of it, but not necessarily scary. Well, like a meta movie about yes. horror. Like, it's all this horror in a blender with yes. musicals and all this stuff. Yes. We'll get into it. What do we start? What should we start with? Should we start with Saw? Let's start with because Saw. we watched it first. We, I say that every time. I'm like, we should start with the one we watched first. That's what we always do. So I don't know why. Uh, hey, 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 <laughs> hey. Don't beat yourself up. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay, you're doing great, sweetie. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with Saw, as we said, 2004, directed by James Wan. Uh, IMDb summary is, 
Two strangers awaken in a room with no recollection of how they got there and soon discover their pawns in a deadly game perpetrated by a notorious serial killer. Yep. Nice. Great. Good summary. Great. So, so we have this Blu-ray. Yes, it's a Blu-ray, not a DVD, technically, guys. And it's in a set that I got mm-hmm. of all the Saw movies. Mm-hmm. And I purchased it for you for Christmas <laughs> because you love the Saw movies. I really had a moment with the Saw movies. I think... I it's think weird. It's weird. It's because, totally like, weird. I saw the Saw movies and I was like, well, these are terrible. <laughs> not my thing. <laughs> Love horror movies. Not really on board with this. Uh-huh. You saw the Saw movies and were like, I love it. Give me more. Give me more. And there was a period when they were coming out. And they were like, you got it. You got it. Because they were coming out every year. They were coming out mm-hmm. like clockwork every year in the mid-2000s. Yeah. And uh, you, we, we went and saw a lot of them. We and, did. And I remember being like, really? You want to go see Saw 3? <laughs> Because I've seen, so there's, sorry, I'm just rambling now. No, it's great. There's eight Saw movies, mm-hmm. not including the one that is coming out soon. That's sorry, right. Chris Rock. Reboot, baby. Right. But there's eight of them, mm. I'm pretty sure. Including Jig, so so it's Saw 1 through 7, and then Jigsaw, Jigsaw. is the last one. And yeah. now there's one coming out next year, God willing, <laughs> <laughs> COVID willing, <laughs> called Spiral. Yeah. That's the one that's coming out soon. Anyway, so... So I've seen one through four mm-hmm. in the theater. Yeah. And I'm pretty sh- sure that I saw at least one through five because I'm pretty sure that I saw one without you. I saw it with my friend Jen. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Because I met you afterwards <laughs> and I, I was coming from work. Yeah. You had gone to the movies with Jen. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jen, who's a very nice lady. Lovely. Lovely, lovely. lady. Very like... Sweet, I yes. would say. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I want to go see a movie with my friend Liza. <laughs> and you were like, she was like, I'll let you pick the movie. I was and like, you let were me like, ruin this friendship. <laughs> and, you were, and you were like, Saw 5. I'm going to take you to see Saw 5. <laughs> That's what you said to her, your friend. <laughs> she did not. But I didn't think, I mean, like, she knew it was a horror film. Like, she, it wasn't like a thing where she was like, oh, I don't like horror films. But... Saw five. That's your pick for like a very, you took this very nice woman. Listen, I mean, she and didn't, I remember she didn't like it, but. I remember that too. <laughs> I remember meeting you guys afterwards and she was like, uh, uh, not really my thing. <laughs> um, and the other thing about the Saw franchise that's so funny about that is that it's so fucking complicated. It's so complicated. But okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I this is what I want to say. Okay. And watching, rewatching, because I haven't seen them in forever. Right. Um, and I think I said this last week. It feels like what happened, uh, and this is like, I don't know, maybe indicative of my personality just a little bit, but it was like, I don't like horror films. I'm not a horror girl. And then once I made the decision that I did like horror films, I was like, give it to me, give it to me, give me the bloodiest, goriest, grossest shit. Uh And saw checked those boxes. And then once I had done that, I was like, okay, now I can settle into a nice middle ground where like, I like horror. I respect it. I still acknowledge that it scares the bejesus out of me. And but you don't need to see like people's like right. teeth ripped out of their heads. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the other thing is that watching this first one reminded me that the, um, not that 
this not that Saw is like chill, <laughs> but it's not chill. it they really didn't turn into torture porn until the second one. Like if that if the, if another Saw movie comes up in this, I kind of hope it doesn't just because like we did it. But if it does, you'll see like. They get so much worse. Like, that was tame, what we just watched. Okay. Um, but, and then, so the point, the point I'm dancing around here is that watching it made me realize what I love about it so much. It's an escape room. It's yeah. horror, but it's an escape room. It's a mystery that needs to be solved. It's a puzzle that you need to work out. Kind of. So, yeah. no, n- absolutely. <laughs> Not kind of. Absolutely. You are trapped in a room, and it's got a deadly twist. You are trapped in a room, yeah. and yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you find a note that says, if you want to make it out of this room alive, you have to figure out how to kill this guy. Right. But like, also here's like, a gun. Oh, I've the, given you a bullet. You don't need the bullet to kill him. The, right. You know what I but mean? But also like, when the lights go off, there's an X on the wall and behind the X Exactly. Is the clue you have to figure and, out to turn the yeah, light. No, left I didn't clue. make that connection, but like, it's, it's it totally just an escape room. fully an escape room. But here's, so for, I have, I have a thought about that, but let's okay. like, let's talk about it like plot wise for a second. Okay. So, yes, yes, yes. So, but I have a thought, we're going to come back to escape room. Yes. So. So actors, you've got Carrie Always. Carrie, so Carrie Always and the other guy who is sorry Lee Wanell, yes. who's the writer of the movie, yeah, and also goes on to direct a bunch of these movies. Directs Upgrade, which came out a couple years ago, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's a really good director, but yeah. he's an actor in this. He's the other guy in the room with Carrie Always, and he's like pretty good. I'd yeah, he's, say. he's pretty good. Like I remember reading, like, oh, he's not that you can't be a writer and an actor and do all the things, but you know, it's like oh. Oh, he's not. He it wasn't like oh, I'm an actor. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It was like, um, and I thought he did. That didn't come off in yeah, the movie. And I like, think that it fine. can come off. He's fine. Yeah, it's it's like he's it's he's totally fine in the movie. Yeah, right. but um, so they wake up in a movie in a in a movie. They wake up in a movie. <laughs> they wake up in a movie. <laughs> they wake up in a room. Dirty room. Very dirty. Oh, oh it's so dirty. It's disgusting. Oh, there's dirt everywhere. It, yeah, slimy. There's a dead body there, tape recorder. They are both chained on opposite sides of the room. Mm-hmm. By the foot, by the ankle. They don't remember how they got there. Then it's just like, it starts to unfold why they're there. They both have backstories. Like they find notes in their they pockets. They find notes. They start to use the things around the room to like get the tape recorder, play messages from this serial killer. They start to realize it's the serial killer Jigsaw who mm-hmm. is who likes to trap people who have done wrong and punish them. Yeah, it's a very like Dexter these, type thing. Right, force them into these situations where they have to... Where he doesn't kill them, they kill themselves because right. they don't solve the puzzle in time or make the hard decision. Right, whatever. or they make the hard decision and and the you know the killer is like now like you didn't appreciate life. Right, you didn't. and now you do. Right, exactly. Like he's trying to. It's 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 a cool premise. Yes, owes a lot to like seven. I would say yeah, the, for the whole sure. aesthetic of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get to that one probably. <laughs> but the thing, so the thing I will say mm-hmm. about the premise of the movie is mm-hmm. that it's great. Mm-hmm. And I remember the marketing of the movie being like two people trapped in a room. 
the only way out is to essentially saw your fucking hand or your leg off or whatever. Right. Well, that's the thing is that they one of the, the clues leads them to a bag that has two hacksaws in it. Right. And they start to saw through the chain. One of them breaks and then goes, ah! And then Carrie Elway's character, who's a doctor, realizes and says out loud, he doesn't want us to saw through the chains. He wants us to saw our foot off. Right, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> That's great. I love all that. I'm into it. Uh-huh. If it had done that, mm-hmm. I think it would be one of the great movies. Okay. If it had stuck to the room. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. thing that movies do sometimes where they have a premise and then they get to writing a 90-page script about it and they're like, well, we can't stay in the room the whole time because, right. like, it's a movie. Right. And it's like, no, stay in the room. Stay in the room. I love a one-room movie. Oh, I yeah. love a one-room movie. 12 Angry Men, mm-hmm. classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of another example. There's a, there's a, um, uh, who is it? Richard Linklater movie called Tape, oh. I think. With anyway, there, there's a bunch of one room movies, and I fucking love it. I love I love that thing, like that limitation on it. Yeah, I feel like the movie should have stuck to the room, mm. but I get why it didn't. But it should have. Yeah, no, you know I I, mean? I agree with that. I think that like it, it could have it had a lot of potential had it stuck in in the room. I don't think that it's like I don't know. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Another a movie that remind that that this reminds me of in that way is mm-hmm. Red Eye. By, which is Wes Craven, oh, yeah. Rachel McAdams, and What's his name? Killian Murphy. Yes. And they're on a plane, and she realizes, like, moments into the flight that he's, like, a bad guy. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't quite remember. But I, the reason I remember is because I haven't watched it again. Because the whole premise of the movie is they're stuck on the plane. And then <laughs> two-thirds of the way through, they get off the plane. <laughs> it's like, run! It's like, run! Oh. Run! Oh. Which, like, HBO show, like, uh, uh, Phoebe... Waller Bridge, Merritt Waller Weaver. Bridge, Jesus. Phoebe Waller Bridge, Merritt Weaver, Domino Gleason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like killer, 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 killer. Premise. It's like these two people who used to be friends or lovers and whatever, and they hate their lives, and they made an agreement if they text run to one another, they'll meet each other on a train and, and whatever. And they did, so it starts, and they get on the train, and then they get off the train. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it would have been so much better if they'd stayed on the train the whole time. If you, if you have that limit on yourself, yeah. as a writer, as a director, as an actor, whatever it is, like... As a production designer, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like... It just forces you to get more creative. Right. And, and make it... And, and it can blossom into this beautiful... And what Saw does thing. is it is it does all these flashbacks and then also yes. parallel things where, like... So it's all these flashbacks about how they got there. You have Danny Glover as the detective hunting mm-hmm. Jigsaw. You have all this stuff going on around the room. Yeah. But it's like I just want to see. I just want to see. It sets up this premise, and then it spends so little time actually delivering on the premise, which is these guys have a tough decision to make. Mm -hmm. Is he gonna like Carrie Elway's? I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't mean to just shit on this movie that you like. I like. I like a lot of things about it too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it. But watching it again, I was like, oh, I want it to deliver on this premise so bad. And Carrie Elway's is so good. Yeah. Lee Wanell is so good too, but like, like it it spends so little time with Carrie always actually struggling about whether or not he's going to kill this guy, mm-hmm. which is what he's ordered to do by Jigsaw. Yeah, that I I uh, what's the word? I don't know. I wish it had spent more time in the room. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, 
And I also agree that like the timeline of this movie is horrendous. <laughs> like, and and you know, it's possible that it, that's on purpose and meant to like confuse you and keep you confused, mm-hmm. especially knowing what happens down the line in the Saw movies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. something where like Saw Seven takes place. Actually, you watch the whole movie, and then at the end, you find out that it is actually taking place during the first Saw movie right. or before it or something like that. I, right. I don't remember slash haven't seen it through. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so it's it's possible that that's on purpose yeah. to confuse you and, and really put you in that what have you. But the timeline is a is a mess. <laughs> so, um, but also I'm gonna forgive it a little bit for the going out of the room thing. I mean, they didn't know this, I don't think, but it turned into a an nine movie franchise, <laughs> right? And so it had to set up this serial killer mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, because all of the stuff that happens outside of the room is um, the cop hunting this this guy and... Mm-hmm. It's like two or three of his other kills, and yeah, they're um, investigating him. There's the guy in the wire. Yeah, and there's like thing on her head, right? And there's a thing, right? And there's so there's a thing where he he thinks that it's Carrie Elwes' character. He thinks it's the doctor, and it's not. Um, but so they like let him go, and then he goes crazy and ends up like in a room with like yarn and newspaper clippings and like stalking this guy and, um. So, so they have to, so they're setting all of that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going to forgive them a little bit. I agree with you that it should have spent more time in the room, but I'm forgiving them a little tiny bit because it's set up. Because then you also got, so Jigsaw turns out to be uh, a cancer patient. And there's something like he thinks he's going to die and then he doesn't. Yeah, or something. like, and Carrie always is his doctor and, and doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't give him the yet. care. Right. And so that's why Carrie yeah. always is dragged into Tobin all of this. Bell is the actor and he becomes, he's jigsaw through the entire franchise. Yeah, and he's, exactly. And he's great. He's, he's great. so great. And oh also I will say real quick, just to wrap up the thing I was saying, uh-huh. is that the thing I'm saying is like, I wish the movie was a different movie. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? exactly. It's not really fair to what Saw is. <laughs> and I, I like Saw. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I don't mean to like just shit on it. Like, no, no, it's, I get it. I get it. Cause I feel the same way. It's like, I do, I watching it again. I was like, I genuinely like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there, but there is part of it that's like I want it to be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it has so much potential, right? Um, right, right, right. To to be better. Um, uh, I wrote down that the frenetic editing style is like being in a Slipknot video. Yes, especially. I wrote down. I was like, I was like, did the person? Where is it? Did the director do music videos? Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels like music videos. It also... I think James Wan probably did music videos. He must... I he, forgot to look it up, but... He's... he's. Oh, sorry, God. No, no, I was also just going to say, it also feels... It feels like a music video. It also feels very... Um, uh, and I feel like we say this a lot, which is very... If, now that I'm actually thinking about it, it's a very dumb thing to say, but it feels very of its time. But yeah. it feels very 2004. No, it definitely That does. thing where it's not quite dark or crisp enough. Like, now you think about horror movies, and it's, like, super dark, and everything's really sharp, mm-hmm. right? And this is, like, kind of fuzzy. Do you know what I mean when I say, like, sharp and fuzzy? Yeah, I think so. You know so. what I'm saying? Like, not, like, out of focus. Not, like, there's grain on it. Like, just the the feel of it is, like... 
Anyway, so 2004, not quite dark enough, not like sharp enough. It feels like, um, like I'm thinking of Kiss the Girls. Yeah, and yeah, Murder yeah. by Numbers. Carrie Always, another Carrie Always movie. Another Kiss Carrie Always movie. <laughs> he was like, I gotta shake this yeah. Wesley shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Always, by the way, is great. He's so great. He's so great. He's great. I feel like there was, I feel like he never. He never jumped over. Jumped over. From, he was like, it was like Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Men in Tights. Do we own that? Yeah, we do. Yes! And I hope it comes up. Kiss the Girls. Saw like, but it's ne- he's never like Brad Pitt like leading man. After I know, Bride, I know. Kind of. It's like he tried. I think it's like, I mean, maybe he's a total dick. Maybe that's maybe what he's it a is. Dick. I don't know, um, but he's great. He's yeah, a great actor. Yeah, really exactly. Fun to watch. He, he he clearly very much tried to shake the Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Tights image. Oh and yeah, then, the girls and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then like never, but never like jumped over it to yeah, whatever's yeah. beyond that. I do love yeah. him. Yeah. Um, oh, the um, the the cell phones or the cell phones only meant to receive calls, oh, and I yeah, just wrote yeah. not a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, there's a lot of that shit. Yeah, because 2004. So this is a thing where it's like cell phones are there. They're still pretty new as far as like everyone having one. Right. So it's still this like novel thing. So like they find a cell phone in the room. Right. Um, but they can't, obviously they can't call out. It's only made to receive calls. Right. And it's just like this whole thing. But um, right, right, that right. I, that was like really, really funny. Oh, I also the, wrote, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I also wrote, there's so there's a scene where there's some really terrifying things in it. Um, one is it does reach a point where, again, spoiler alert for the movie, um, it does reach a point where Carrie Elwes's character does saw his foot off, <laughs> and it's horrific. And that the, but, part rules, right? And but this <laughs> is the part that this is the thing that I'm talking about. In future Saw movies, we would have seen it all. We would have seen blood spraying out of it. We would have seen the bloody stump, and we don't see it. We hear him doing it. We hear the other guy screaming. We see one. We see it start to cut in, though. We see it turn red. Like it doesn't. Think about the future Saw movies. That would have been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're you know, right, that right. would have been insane. But it's great. It's great that way. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. most of what you're hearing is the other guy screaming, oh my God, right. don't do that. Well, speaking of Seven, there's a... That, like, there's there's um the scene in the end of Seven, spoiler for Seven, uh-huh. it is, you know, when Gwyneth Paltrow's head is in the box. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? And it's, it's Brad Pitt's wife's head. Uh-huh. And people used to come up to David Fincher and be like, like, I hated that shot of Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box or whatever. Yeah. And like, he was like, there's no shot there's in the no movie shot. of that. Yeah. You like, made that up. Yeah, exactly. You made that up in your head. Yeah. And that shit resonates. That's yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you don't see the thing. Yeah. Um, the yeah, future yeah. Saw movies did not take that note. No, they didn't. They went <laughs> full force but into it's... the blood and gore. Oh, God. Um, no, just a couple of other, like, really, like, terrifying. There's a thing. There's a thing in a garage where he, like, pulls his car up, and then you see, he gets out to call for them to open the door or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see someone get out of the back of his car and is, like, crawling on the floor. And he's wearing, like, a pig A pig thing? mask, but it's, like, a, like, a, like... A real pig, <laughs> like a real pig face with like 
curly hair out of it. It's weird. It's terrifying. It's like one of those things that's just like weird for weird sake. And you're like, okay, what is that? Right. But also it is actually viscerally terrifying to see where you're like, oh, if I saw that, I'd shit myself. Right, exactly. And then the other part that really sticks with me, um, and this is just like full force, I am legitimately afraid of the dark. (laughs) Um, The part where... The guy, the other guy is a photographer. He wakes up in his uh, dark room and the electricity is out. Like someone has shut the power off to his apartment. So he grabs his camera and is like flashing the camera. So it's just pitch black and then a flash of light. And then obviously one of the flashes, pig mask Mm -hmm. comes at him. But that part, I was like. (laughs) Scary. (laughs) It was so scary. (laughs) So we looked it up, and Danny Glover did about two days on this movie. Danny Glover, who's great. Yeah. They have a very strange goatee on him. Yeah, they do. It's weird. Danny Glover did about two days on this movie. So that scene you brought up where he's in the apartment with all that stuff on the walls and stuff, I'm like, that's not Danny Glover. Yeah, I don't think it is. Like, it's a stand-in, and it's voiceover of him going like, Jigsaw, gotta catch Jigsaw. Or whatever, and it's like clearly <laughs> not him. Yeah, definitely. I think they said. I think that's on the like IMDb trivia. Oh, a is bunch it? That's of, funny. They got to the editing process and realized they didn't have enough footage. So all of the so they all of the shots of the camera in the room. That's mm-hmm. not them. Oh, okay. That's like the director and I think the writer. That's funny. Yeah. The other thing I <laughs> I remember was this. So there's this scene where. Um, Danny Glover and his partner, who's played by Ken Leung, who's this great actor who was like on The Sopranos and like it Lost and and yeah. in Star Wars, I think. Like he's this really good character actor, a really good guy, mm-hmm. good guy. Like I he's know, a good him. Guy. I don't know him. He could be a dick. <laughs> good guy, Jesus Christ. Good guy to see in movies. Anyway, good actor. Fucking hell. <laughs> Get it together, Mike. Um, they go to Jigsaw's like warehouse lair. Uh-huh. And they, there's a guy there who's like in a trap and they're trying to save him with nails drilling into his head and stuff. Yeah. But the thing that was so funny was that they, they uncover something and it's a little diorama of the saw room <laughs> with, mm-hmm. uh, with the, you know, little carryaways, a little other guy like yeah. in there. And I was like, he worked, he made like a diorama. <laughs> like, did he have like pipe cleaners and like. Like he's like he's like just pick like with like little like, <laughs> like, a like popsicle project. sticks like <laughs> it was fucking crazy and then and then in that scene Jigsaw shows up but he's wearing an insane cloak a, like yeah a robe and it's like that's not like they can see his face <laughs> but we can't see his face because he's wearing this crazy cloak right so it's just for us right. That he's wearing this crazy, this real like Dracula cloak. Yeah. In this movie where it does not fit at all. Well, I mean, clearly Jigsaw is like here for the theatrics. I mean, not just because of the traps, but right. even like, even like the. He does have a little dummy on a tricycle. Right. Like he's got like a puppet dummy on a tricycle. He, uh, that's like one of the big reveals at the end is that the dead body in the room is Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the way you find out is he, he reaches, so it's, it's a dead body face down got a gun kind of next to his hand. Clearly he shot himself in the head. So you see like kind of like brain matter and a little gross yeah. and a pool of blood. And then they're in the room and you just see him. He reaches up and he pulls the, the, makeup, the, off. the makeup off. Yeah. So he's like 
really grabbed good? a bottle yeah. of spirit gum and done yeah, like exactly. SFX. Done an amazing yeah. job. <laughs> like Stan Winston could and, never. Right. <laughs> and been in the room the whole time. That reveal is great. Yeah. That reveal is great. And I think that reveal, they were like, when they went to make Saw 2, they were like, we need, and Saw 3 and all these other, yeah. they were like, every movie needs an insane twist at the end. And that... That twist is really good mm-hmm. because they you also forget that that dead body's there for half the movie. Right. So you're just like, I mean, I I, I think the first time I saw it, I can't remember because I knew this. Time. No, I know, like, because I because watching it this time, I was kind of like, like I know that that's him, so yeah. it wasn't a big deal. But I remember being right. like, oh my god, he was there the whole time. Right. Exactly. 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 Um. Uh. That's all. Yeah, I wrote uh, exactly. I oh, the little girl. Mm-hmm. There's so there's like a whole thing with like Carrie Elwes's family and their whatever and they're like tied up and being kind of um, tortured not necessarily physically but mentally. Well, there's a weird scene where the, the so there's an orderly who Jigsaw has also recruited to not recruited but it has in one of his games mm-hmm. who is who has kidnapped the family and that's part of his Jigsaw game. Right. And he's uh, so he is he's kidnap them and that's what's going on the whole time there yeah and, and that's who like calls them calls on the phone when they like receive calls right but the the so it's like his daughter and his wife and the girl who plays the daughter is like really good like it always it makes me really sad when yeah. kids are so good at like crying and being scared because there's a part of it for me where i'm just like you are too young to have done the acting work to make this believable. Right. So, like, especially, like, babies, when babies well, cry. Well, yeah, you, you it's can't like, stand it when babies cry. It's like, know? what did you do to this poor little Beeble right. that they're crying? Yeah, you can't stand that because the baby's not acting. Baby's not acting. And, you know, she was she was acting. I'm sure she was fine, but she was really convincing that mm-hmm. she was terrified and crying. And there's a whole thing where... Like the guy's like holding a gun to her mom to her head, and she's just going like "mom, mom, mom, mom," and I was like, "no, no," it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and, yet, and yet you came back for seven more movies. Well, at the time, I didn't have kids, did yeah. I? <laughs> it hits different. It hits different. <laughs> oh, all right. So that's a, oh, so um, right. It's it's. Movies one and two on the same disc, right? Right. And no it's a features. Blu-ray. No features. Because I'm sorry to reveal this about your Christmas present that year. This seven disc set <laughs> was probably like $10. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, uh, it looked fine, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually write, it's a Blu-ray, but it still looks kind of gritty and gross, which is good. Yeah, it's, you know, right. it's probably an earlier Blu-ray, so right. it's, they haven't made it because we've had that discussion before where some movies where it's like it looks too clean because it's a blu-ray yeah well i think they also shot this movie on like probably or or at least filtered it through something to make it look probably gross and and all that stuff so um yeah yeah. is it available it is pretty readily available but you have to pay for it right well you can stream it if you have max go which is cinemax's streaming service or (laughs) direct tv if you're a teen boy and you want to see those late night boobies. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise you have to pay to rent it, but it's not like you, you can find it easily. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Saw. Saw. Well done. Shall we move on? To the to Rocky Horror Picture Another Show. Another favorite. 
Y'all. Of yours. <laughs> y'all. Y'all. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, it is from 1975, directed by Jim Sharman. IMDb summary. A newly engaged couple have a breakdown <laughs> in an isolated area. Car breakdown. It doesn't, IMDb doesn't clarify. A newly engaged couple... Have a break. Have a breakdown. That doesn't. Okay. A newly engaged couple have a breakdown in an isolated area and must seek shelter at the bizarre residence of Doctor Frank N. Furter. That is so funny. They have a breakdown. Yeah. You want to give that summary more credit than it deserves. Of like, oh yeah, they guess they do kind of have a breakdown, but it's like no, no. Their car breaks down. Their car breaks down. <laughs> That's so funny. Listen, cult classic. Cult, the cult classic. Yeah, like the defined cult classic. Yes. I would say this Midnight is screenings. This all that is shit. it. You, I, I have a, I have a, I have a real, I have a good history with Rocky Horror. You so like, grew first, up with Rocky Horror. Yes. Yeah, so first of all. I definitely saw it from like a fairly young age. I don't think in an inappropriate age, but like I, it was in my vernacular in my teens, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I have two older siblings who used to do the shows, the midnight showings, mm-hmm. um, and that was like their their big thing. In, yeah, in they lived in like, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I knew all about Rocky Horror, and then I also had friends who were super into it, and right. you know, um, I remember. Uh, I've I've obviously been to a bunch of midnight showings. I also did a production of it. There right. was like a stage production, and I was in it. Um, and it was uh one of my one of my favorite theater experiences. There you go. Um, you know, so yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> it's so fun. Very fun. I definitely knew the music before I saw the movie. I don't remember when, but I bet Steve was playing my brother Steve was playing it. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Yeah. You guys know Steve. Yeah. Um you probably do because there's like seven people who listen to this and they all know us. Um uh I think Steve had the C I can picture the C D mm-hmm. that we had and that was playing and like you know, it's great music. It's really fun. Yeah. And so I remember knowing the music before I said had ever seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, let's get into it. Have you ever gone to a... No, I've never gone to a midnight show. <gasps> How is that possible? I know. Well... Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so... Uh, oh, so this is a... Sorry, I'm sorry. So no. This is a two-disc set that we've had forever. Mm-hmm. It's like the... I, I don't know. It's like a... It's, you know, very special edition. It's also like clearly a very early DVD. Like yeah. a very early DVD because there's a commercial when you pop it in... For the concept of DVDs. Yeah. And it's all it's, Fight Club and Boys Don't Cry. It's and like so long. It was like five minutes long. And it was <laughs> this insanely long commercial for just DVDs. And it's like, I'm watching a DVD, man. Like, yeah. you already got me. Yeah. Um, and it, it was like, get into it. DVDs. <laughs> like, like, and then it was all this like, director commentary. Like, it was just, in, it was, yeah. so it was a very, like... Like, at least 20 years old, this DVD. And the menus are so intense. It's one of those... So, I don't know. I remember this very clearly. When DVDs first came out, there were, like... They went all in on, like, menus and package design and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And, like, this is clearly one where they had a budget to, like, shoot stuff for the menus. Yeah. Because... There's like legs moving around, kicking things. The and like lips. The lips are there, and mm-hmm. they're saying like, "Don't you want to click on extra features?" You know what I mean? 
Like, it's crazy. It's a real, like, artifact of early DVD. Yeah. Because now, I mean, they would never, I don't think they would ever put that much care into a menu. Right. But then it was like, oh, the menu's part of the experience. And, like, this DVD also has all these extra features, like, insane extra features of, like, you can watch it with, like, you know, all the, like, all the call-outs. All the call-outs, all the participation. So, okay. So if you don't know about Rocky Horror, so they, so it's this cult classic movie that really kind of spoke to, there's a great documentary on it. It might be on the disc. I'm sure it's on the disc. That, um, that just talks about, uh, it really, it spoke to kind of misfits and outcasts and, and that's kind of how it became a cult classic. Um, and so people would perform it um Basically, they just play the movie, and then people would, would be standing in front of the screen, kind of performing it and doing little, you know, yeah. dress up as the characters. And you dress up or not dress up, but you go. Um, a lot of places you get a little baggie of props, and then there are things that you shout back at the screen. Like, for example, the narrator in the film um, is wearing something that makes it look like he has no neck. So, like, essentially, every time he's on the screen, you, you shout, Where's your neck? Right. Um, and there's just like a little things like that i have to say so i saw it i went to see it uh when i was um the summer i turned 18 uh my mother and my sister and i went to england and at the end of the trip my mom left my sister and i in london for maybe like four days or something um and we one of the nights we went to a showing of rocky horror which was very cool because uh there are different things that you shout like mm-hmm. in different places, like there's always something new to hear. And so especially being in London, like it was almost a completely different set of things. Yeah. And that is where I've heard my favorite shout out of all time. At the end of the movie, there's a scene uh, in a pool and on the pool, it's the, on the, the floor of the pool is painted the Sistine Chapel. Mm-hmm. Um, and the call out, some guy just shouts out, um, uh, God damn it, Michelangelo, I told you to paint the ceiling, not the swimming pool. That's the last time I asked a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle to do anything. And I, like, lost it. And it, I, it was the funniest thing. It's it's such a long thing to right, shout. It's, it's very specific. Like, it's very <laughs> like, and it just, I love it so much. So, so yeah, so that's kind of how Rocky Horror works is you, there's, it's, it's interactive, um, you like throw toast and you squirt yeah, yeah. water and it's very silly and fun. Right. Yeah. Great. Um, I, I, oh, sorry, I will say, so, so it stars Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. And, um, what is his name? Shit. Uh, Barry Boswick. Yes. They are a couple. They are, they get engaged mm-hmm. in, and then they go to visit their professor. Yes. Who they, whose class they met in in Mm -hmm. and then their car breaks down they go to this castle nearby to Mm -hmm. use the phone Mm -hmm. and it is tim curry as a vampiric transvestite Transvestite. who with this crazy party and he's also a a kind of frankenstein figure he's building a beautiful man Mm -hmm. and all his friends it's like this then it's this crazy sex romp in the thing and he's got all these so that's the that's the vague plot outline turns out that spoiler alert He's an alien. Yeah, I was like, aliens. not vampiric at all, but alien. Well, but, you know, he says he's from Transylvania. It's true, he But does. that turns out to be another planet. Pl- another planet, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's the that's the broad strokes of the plot. 
I will say, and I find this every time, and I'm interested to hear what you think. Uh huh. Up until so there's the, you have this run in the beginning. Yes. Of damn it, Janet. Over at the Frankenstein place. There's a light. Time warp, sweet transvestite. Oh. This, this is the first half hour of the movie. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest things that has ever been. Mm-hmm. Then it really falls off for me. <laughs> we get some duds. Then I mean, then you I, got I Charles every, Atlas. Then every time I kind of lose interest. Yeah, you got Charles Atlas. You've got well, you've got Meatloaf though Hot in patootie. the middle there. Hot to bless myself. Have we said that it's a musical? I don't know. <laughs> it's like a full on musical. Full Sorry. on musical. Full on musical. I did write down. I was like, "Ooh, I'm I'm gonna be obnoxious. I'm gonna be obnoxious." It's a musical. <laughs> I know almost all the lines, and there are extra lines call to outs. call out. Yeah. I feel like I was okay though. Was I okay? Okay. You were great. I did a little bit. You did some of the call outs <laughs> while we were watching it, and that was great. That but was I fun. was okay though. You were great. I yeah. said. Okay. I said um, it. We can move on. <laughs> um. <laughs> So then after that you get you get the Rocky song, you get Hot Patootie. Yeah. You get a bunch of uh, I kind of uh, Well, uh, yeah. And then, you know, the big kind of um climactic song is uh, uh Don't Dream It Be It, which is, you know, kind of the uh theme, not really. I don't know. It's like a it's a, it's a when you actually think about it it is a very beautiful song <laughs> with it a is. lovely message. Um, it, is. it gets real incoherent after that. Like, yeah, like a little up bit. until that point, I'm totally with it. And I don't, oh, I love the movie. Oh, I love Touch a Touch I, Me, yes, though. That song is great. That yeah. song is great. So, the first song, Damn It, Janet, is Barry Boswick singing to Susan Sarandon as he proposes to her. They've just come from a wedding. One of my favorite songs of all time <laughs> in a musical. Yeah. So good. Yeah. There's a Light, very good. Mm-hmm. Time Warp, iconic. Sweet Transvestite. I, I, like Tim Curry, iconic. Uh, Tim Curry, iconic. Like it is so. I was I was so happy watching it and realizing that. So the the scene they've just finished time warp. Brad and Janet are kind of like, where are we? What have we gotten ourselves into? Right. Janet's like, I want to go home. I'm scared. Right. And behind, they're backing out of the room and. Behind them in an elevator, Frank is coming down and he's mm-hmm. stomping his heel, but he's still wrapped in a cloak, so you can't really see what he's wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his back is to them, and it's just like, oh, like I was so excited, and I was like very happy that that kind of like magic of being excited for Sweet Friend Vesai and Tim Curry and Frank to enter, yep. I was like, oh, I'm so glad that's still there because yeah. it's like, you and know, I've is. seen this a thousand times. Right. So. And for me too, I just love that. I it's lo- so like great. His entrance, his entire performance yes. is incredible. So good. So good. And Susan Saran is great. And Barry Boswick is so great. And everybody's great. Yeah. Rocky is just okay. But he also but he's not the yeah. movie afterwards. So like, fuck Oh, him. he really did. Which like, all right, buddy. Yeah. Um, you're not better than this. Yeah. Um, Richard O'Brien. Great. Richard O'Brien, who is it's his thing. Like yeah. he created it, right? Yeah. It's incredible. Um yeah, I and 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 look, I wanna say this full in the knowledge that I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm gonna criticize it anyway. Mm-hmm. When they, they get to the so they get to the lab after mm-hmm. and after uh, Sweet Transvestite, they go up to the lab and it's see Rocky. See what's on the slab. Right. It's Rocky. I see you shiver. It's with anticipation. 
It's Rocky. It's but Eddie. maybe the rain. All right, Sorry. <laughs> it's Rocky. It's Eddie. It's all this crazy shit in the lab. And it just goes on for a, for long, a long time. time. And then there's like... The sex romp stuff is really fun. Mm-hmm. That stuff is really fun in the castle because, although a little rapey, but it's fine. Because <laughs> um, Frankenfurter, he like tricks Janet into sleeping with him, and then but then she loves it, right? And then, and he, then tricks he also Brad, tricks Brad into sleeping. And that with stuff him. is I forget how not graphic, right? But I'm so glad that he like really like he, there's jokes about him trying to talk with a dick in his mouth and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I love that. Like, yeah. I'm so glad that that exists. Is, and yeah, that they, it's they, like they got not afraid. It. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like really fun. And so um, that stuff is all really fun. And then there's like the long dinner stuff. And then there's the yeah. pool stuff. And all, it's it's fine. And I, I'm glad it exists. <laughs> but it is not as fun to watch as that first third of the movie, which is just like, I, I, there's not a better first third of a movie. I yeah. Think. It is funny to watch it um, just like at home on the couch. Like I can't remember the last time I did that. You know what I mean? I've seen it a thousand times, but it's almost always been in a theater when I was doing the show. Uh, here's a fun little tidbit. I'll probably post this picture because I like it, but I, so when I did the show, um, I was in the ensemble. The director wanted us to pick specific characters for ourselves. And I was like having trouble coming up with something. And my friend was like, what if you were like, like a furry? Like, what if you were a furry? And I was like, oh, okay. Like a, like a cute little teddy bear. And she goes, no, no, a panda bear. Cause you're black and white. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love that. So I was a sexy panda. My I mean, name was Pandalicious. I did love the sexy panda, actually. Um, so that was really fun. It informed my costume, which was pretty great. I'll post that pic. You guys will see. <laughs> she will. You will see. You will see. You will see a lot of things <laughs> when she posts the sexy panda pic. Oh. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of notes because my big note is that, like, I love the movie. <laughs> I love the first third. Yeah. I kind of lose interest after that. Yeah, no, I hear that. It, I hear that. It, it, it like... It really front-loaded it with the good stuff. Well, it front-loads with the good stuff, but it also, like, it, like, collapses under the weight of its own ambition or something in a weird mm-hmm. way. It just It's doing so much and is so crazy and is so fun. Yeah, and then there's almost... it. it, it it dances on the ledge of this this thing of of taking itself too seriously, mm-hmm. but I also think that that's like really important for it to have succeeded at all. Do you, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it's a. Ama- I I wrote down like that when I was watching it. I was like, this doesn't hold. Like, if you explain this to someone, it doesn't hold into. Oh, sorry, it doesn't hold up to any. Sorry. If you explain this to someone, it doesn't hold up to any scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Like if you try to explain the plot, yeah, it's like oh, then Meatloaf comes and he's an old version of Rocky, and then he gets killed immediately, frozen. and then like there's it's it it doesn't actually make any sense, right. and it certainly doesn't make sense as a musical half the time. Like those rules for a musical, like you have to you have to advance the plot with every song, and it's like well, half of these don't do that; they're just fun songs, and yeah, whatever. I'll blah 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 blah. But the alchemy of it as a movie, like the way it's directed, the way the songs are shot, the way the all the performances are, are so good that mm-hmm. it just hangs together really beautifully. Yeah. And I have never been someone who got into the world of it. And mm-hmm. that stuff can be kind of intimidating if you're just coming to it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, do I have to know a lot to get into this? Like, do I have to appreciate this on an ironic level? 
Because that's... So, but you don't, and it's just right. a good movie. Right, I think that's that's part of the yeah. beauty of it is is the whole point is that it's it's a club for anyone who 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 wants it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that's probably why I why I am connected to it. I wouldn't say I'm like a diehard Rocky no, but person, um, but uh, like there are people who are like really diehard. And, yeah. That's great. Um, and I love it when it comes around Halloween time. I want to go. I want to see it. I loved performing in it. Um, but I think the thing that really draws me to it is that it's so similar to the concept of the theater world where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, as like a theater kid, you're kind of like annoying and singing all the time and weird. And then you go to the theater and you find your no, tribe. No, you're not annoying <laughs> and singing all the time wow, and weird. wow. wow. Wow, whatever. You fucking did theater too, dick. Um, I'm saying you're not. <laughs> I'm saying you're um, so, so it feels similar to the theater world where you go and you find your tribe. And this feels very much like finding your tribe, and, yeah, which feels 100%. like an overused phrase nowadays. But like, it is true. Um, but that's the beauty of it is that it's, it's, it's quite literally for everyone. Yeah. And you don't have to go and know all the call outs when you go to right. see it. There's a whole big thing at the beginning where they ask if anyone's a virgin, if it's their first time and they celebrate you. They love that. Yeah. They love it. Um, and it's just, it's great. It's so great. I'd be interested to see to, I mean, I know during COVID none of this is happening, Yeah. but I'd be very interested to know what it's been like the past, let's say five years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like well, has the Rocky subculture, like, you know, it's so easy. I've been within the past five years. Okay. I went in the city to okay. see it. The thing that is weird that I should probably not talk about because I don't actually know if this is totally true or not, but I heard that they were having trouble doing the midnight performances because they did it live on Fox. And so you couldn't play it anymore. So Fox took oh. the rights to it because they did the lot where it was uh, Laverne Cox no, I remember rock this. as Frank. Because well, Fox is owned by Disney now. Right. So it's a Disney property. Right. So it's a Disney property. So so legally they could not show it anymore. Pause for research because I do want to look this up. Okay. I, I find that fascinating. Okay. Unpause from research. Yeah. This is from Vulture. It's... Um, October 24th, 2019. Mm-hmm. So Fox, which owns Rocky Horror, was purchased by Disney. And we all know Disney is crazy with the vault. Right. And you can't just show a Disney movie without without paying them a fuck ton of money. Right. So the this article says, Speaking of steady earners, the steadiest of them all, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, appears to be the one title Disney isn't cracking down on. Oh. Perhaps because... Maybe Disney knows that if they pull Rocky Horror, there'll be a full-scale audience revolt. It's true. People would hate that. But I think, I feel like there was something, maybe it was just people speculating then, but I feel like there was talk of some theater that was going to do it and was like, we can't do it anymore. Well, I bet that that's true. I mean, even knowing that Disney, the Disney Corporation is aware of your theater Mm -hmm. doing their movie becomes a different thing. It's yeah. no longer this weird midnight thing. Right. It's like, oh, we're being allowed to by Disney. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, and they could crack down at any time. So why are we going to borrow trouble? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yes. I'd be interested to know more. Well. Would you like to know more? 
What can you do? What is that? Is that Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, that's just in my brain. Would you like to know more? Um, <laughs> Great. So, yeah. Oh, so is it available? Is it available? I yes, it is. I think same deal as Saw. Fully no, not av- available on Cinemax. No. <laughs> so not same deal. <laughs> Fully available, but you have to rent or you buy it. You have to rent or buy it. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> is there anything else we need to talk about before we make our decision? I don't about think so. About what we're keeping. I, I don't think so. I think we discussed it fully. The thing I'm bumping up against. Okay. I think my gut reaction is we keep Rocky. Okay. And get rid of Saw. But the monkey wrench is that we can't get rid of Saw. We'd be getting rid of Saw 1 and Saw 2. They're on the same disc. They're on the same disc. Oh, it's like one of Jigsaw's maniacal puzzles. So with that, that like, it's one of those things where I feel like if you're, if you're forcing, if based just on the film, I am more likely to watch Rocky again than I am to watch Saw again. But we've backed ourselves into this corner with this box set. I know. But also who cares about Saw 2? <laughs> but that's the thing. Well, that's the other thing though. Cause it's like, well, if we get rid of Saw 1 and Saw 2, we're just going to have Saws 3 through 7? <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, that's nothing. That doesn't make any sense. Hey, hey. Saws 3 through 8. <laughs> well, we don't have 8. Wait. 8 didn't come out yet. Eight? Oh. Listen, I don't know. Saws something through something. Who can keep track? There's too many <laughs> saws. Can keep track? Guys, so, there's too many saws. So I actually think that it, we got to keep Saw. Well. Which hurts my heart a little bit. But also, assuming, what I was going to say before I got completely, like you heard the life leave my body Mm. just now. What I was going to say is, if things go back to any semblance of normal, (laughs) um, uh, you know, Rocky Horror will still be there. Rocky Horror will always be there. Yeah. I think it's got to be Saw that we keep and we get rid of Rocky. Wow. Doesn't feel good. This is like... It doesn't feel good. This is Jigsaw's master plan. It is. Now I will appreciate life more. Wow. (laughs) What a bummer of an episode. I know. What a bummer of an episode. Well, listen, listen, Rocky, thank you so much. We will meet again. I I do not, uh, as much as it pains me to get rid of you, I know that we will... Meet again. All right. With a heavy heart, shall we see what's coming up next? Let's see. Do we have the spreadsheet? Got the horror spreadsheet out. Okay. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Pick a number between 1 and 209. A random number between 1 and 209 is 142. 142. 142. Is Paranormal Activity 3. From 2011. Okay. I, that's another one in that category of like, oh, these are kind of dumb, but they legitimately scare me. Do we own Paranormal Activity 1 and 2? No, we do not. What? (laughs) Are you serious? I'm serious. Why do we only own the third one? Because it was free at a job I used to work at. It was in the bin of like, oh, we get sent a bunch of DVDs. And I was like, I will take Paranormal Activity 3. 
<laughs> that is hysterical. Wow. All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 209. A random number between 1 and 209 is 167. 167? 167. Is a very important movie for you and I. Uh-oh. Scream 3. <gasps> oh! Scream 3. You know what? We got to save it for the pod to tell them why it's so important I for agree. us. I agree. <laughs> All right. All right. Paranormal Act. Two threes. Two, two threes. threes. Paranormal Activity 3. Scream 3. Coming up on the next death match. Great. Um... All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, as always, especially if you got this far. Um, we are at DVD Deathmatch in all of the places, the Instagram, the Twitter, the Gmail. Get in touch with us. We love to hear from you. We um, love it. We, we can't get enough of it. We love it. All right. So come on back next week and see who survives. DVD, DVD Deathmatch. Death Uh, yeah, it's just... It gets... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go. No, I did not. I literally was like, (laughs) did not have an end to that. So please, please go.